to Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, and we are currently on the continent of Astra, and we are starting a new campaign on this continent, so I'm going to get my amazing players to introduce themselves, starting on my left. Hi, I am Wednesday, and I am playing Aloran Skyvale, the Paladin. Hi, I am Nelly, aka Miss Mbubu. I am playing Karen Nightingale, and I just happen to be a half elf. Hi, guys, my name is Nicole, and I am playing the character Stacy, not to be mistaken for Stacy. And Thanks. by the way, I'm Carla Harris, and I am the GM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Carla. And if you're listening on the podcast, please come join us over on the Twitch stream every Tuesday at 7.15 p.m. SAST. I think that stands for South African Standard Time. Oh. If it doesn't, it does now. Because how we're going to do it is we do an interactive game where what you type in the chat is what I will add into the game wherever possible. It's about basically building a really fun interactive game. So... We are going to be beginning our new campaign with the new characters. Our previous adventurers arrived at the Port of the Stars on the continent of Astra. And they were basically trapped with an obelisk. Essentially, it's almost a memory eater that was trying to eat their souls and their memories and then would devour their bodies afterwards. And it was due to a war. But what's important about that for now is this continent is, let's say, maybe magic mech. And the magic is all run and created by the Shadows, which is the name of all the sorcerer guilds all across the continent, as the sorcerers are sort of the top of the food chain of, ma of magic users in, in this continent, as they are the only magic users, apart from bards, but we just everyone just ignores bards, that have innate spellcasting ability. And they run all the mechanics in the world. Uh, the mechanics are also run using oil, and oil needs to come from somewhere. So it actually comes from basically their sky whales and the oil comes from their blubber and they used to be land whales and then environmentally conscious citizens who may or may not be hedge mages that um, weren't allowed to train in the shadows have uh, essentially genetically bred that the whales can live in the sky. Also worth noting is that if you weren't trained by the shadows because people want to keep control of... If sorcerers are controlling the world and controlling the mechs, the government wants to keep control of the sorcerers and any mage users. So mages of any kind can't learn magic unless they go to a guild. So what's important is the person that became an obelisk was a very famous uh, sorcerer from the shadows in the town of Affluenzo which is the town we begin our story in. What has been happening is there have been rumors coming in from bards, of course, but you know, you can't always trust bards, bards rumors. But also the guilds have been sharing information that there is what they think potentially could be a serial killer on the loose on the continent of Astra. And because this Shadows Guild, the Shadows Affluenzo, basically trained Mirian, who was, became the obelisk and tried to destroy the whole world and take over the whole world, well, at least her town. People don't trust this guild anymore, so they haven't been getting any work. And so they've told every single sorcerer and magic user that works for them that they need to go find a way to make some money. So our two sorcerers, Kira and Stasi, found out that there is a giant reward if someone can catch this serial killer. They also realize that potentially they know 
the serial killer. They're grasping at straws because, you know, they're used to a very nice life. And now the shadows, affluenza is slightly less nice life because no one's paying them to run any mix. So they need to find a ways to make money. They think it's a serial killer and they believe it's a magic user. The victims are always found with gashes in their neck that looks like it comes from elongated nails and elongated teeth. And there's always a trinket left behind. What it is, is it's a key that is essentially placed in the base of the spine and it's mended. And this is also why they believe it's magic. Conky the killer. Guys, I'm trying to trying to whip, whip out the fact that it's called Conky using like a key trinket. No? Oh. 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 I was... I was trying to refrain from thinking or saying that word. So there is a key in the base of the spine that seems to be fully immersed into the body. So it looks like the body was made that way. And the key is turnable. So you think it's a student you know because he used to do a lot of transmutation spells. And you mm. think the transmutation that he has been doing is actually primal savagery, which elongates your hands, uh, your nails and your teeth. Mm. And that he's been using mending to basically place a key into people so that they look a bit like a clockwork Mm. what has happened is there is someone who was murdered the previous night you two decide you're going to investigate it you've told the the guild that you're going to investigate it but you realize that if you found him as much as you guys are really experienced level one (laughs) sorceress (laughs) (laughs) and you could totally take him you need a little bit of muscle to stand in the way and receive some hits you've heard of a Lauren who is a paladin in the town and he has been making himself for the past two months very visible in the town really helping people and he look and being an Asimar he's a very physically powerful looking so I mean Surely he's tough and strong and ready. So you have spoken to people in the town and you have found where Lauren is. There is an admin building. It's a very fancy town. There is administrative and governmental buildings. And in the building, uh, you kind of sort out the fact there's trams that run across uh, Astra. There's also a skyport. So you can book tickets for that kind of thing. And then also you can book work from the local guild. However, the admin building does also look a little bit run down because most of the admin they did was booking for the guilds. And considering this town's guild is not doing so well, the admin building's run down. It's essentially a two-story building. The top floors are for higher management. And at the bottom, there's smaller rooms, maybe about eight. So as you come in the doors, there's a wide open reception area. Mm. And then leading behind that are about eight other rooms that you know are small little offices where people can contract with each other there's a notice board usually it's filled with quests and tasks that need to be done however because every single sorcerer wizard warlock and druid is trying to make money for the shadows all of the quests are gone except for hashtag finding conky you have pulled that one off the wall because you don't want anyone else to do this quest and you have an arranged meeting with Lauren. <laughs> Lauren uh, is sitting there when you arrive. He is sitting in the room. Essentially, it's a small room with a wooden table. There's three wooden chairs. There is a piece of parchment as well as some quills to just finalize some details as well as you can see in the top left corner 
a wooden box. It seems to be glowing on and off, a red glow, which you know is the, is the recording device uh. that records all the meetings in the room so that no one can renege on any deals. You get directed into the room. You know the administrative uh, woman who's helping you. She seems to be very annoyed with everyone because she's never had to work this hard <laughs> as everyone's <laughs> coming in and going. So she opens the door. She goes, there is Lauren. You know the drill. Just make sure the light is blinking and get in and get out. With this, this is my last quest. And then she wanders back to the reception desk mumbling, oh, this is my last quest. If only Miriam wasn't such a... And he, she <laughs> carries on. So you see, please describe yourself. First of all, I'm not sitting. I'm standing uh, because I'm wearing full plate armor and it is very difficult to sit in full plate armor. These chairs are uncomfortable. All chairs are uncomfortable. I'm noble born. Hashtag <laughs> humble brag. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, I'm standing. I am very tall, incredibly good looking because I'm Azamar and very intimidating looking, mostly because you don't smile in full plate armor. It would be weird. Um, I'm also carrying like a great sword with me. I'm holding it in front of me almost as if I'm posing by the door, but posing like a statue, like a god rather than like I'm posing because I'm cool. I'm posing because I don't know what else to do while I wait. He looks very impressive. All the rumors must be true. Lauren is amazing. Damn. So, I'm impressed. Artu, can you describe <laughs> yourselves? I am roughly 5'6. I have long, flowing white hair. Beautiful. And I have deep ebony skin tone, and I have very striking gray eyes. And I come across as very charismatic, very charming, and. Um, I tend to get out of a lot of situations just by looking very good looking. <laughs> so don't ask me any hard questions because I'll just like distract you. Um, and you are half elf. I am half elf, yes. And, and I'm female and I look like I'm, I'm roughly 28, but I look like that quasi state where you could be anything, anything between 20 and 40. Like I just look good. <laughs> just, just what age are you good? Yeah, I'm grown. good looking. I am grown and good looking. That's that's me. Old enough and good. Yeah, and what? I am dressed in casual wear, leather corsets and uh, and trousers and whatnot. Just very casual, very relaxed. But I'm clean and tidy because it's our first meeting. Stassi is a very, she's she's stunning, guys. She's just super beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to know how else to explain Are it. Are we going to call the party party of good-looking people? <laughs> she's 27. Um, she's about, her height is about 1.6. Um, she has these hazel eyes. Um, they're very distinct. Um, and I think that's almost what people are attracted to most about her. Um, and she has this thick black cordial. <laughs> Which is eyeliner. <laughs> Which is eyeliner, guys. Which kind of uh, accentuates it and, you know, makes it that much hazily, I guess. She has long black, like super black hair. And it's almost, um, she's got a fringe, like a straight fringe, but half of hair is like tied. Um, She wears, when I say like red lipstick, it's super red, like very, very out there. Black corsets, black leather shorts, um, thigh high boots. Um, And she's got like really fair skin, so everything kind of... Everything like sticks out, it, and I think that's why she goes for the red lipstick and why she wears um, leather shorts because exactly. you know those aren't comfortable. 
Yeah. And she does have, well, it's, it's, it's that, it, it's leather. Well, it's that, you know, that, um, that material that looks like leather, but it's like super, have you seen that? Look, it is medieval, so it's probably actually it's leather. Yeah. That you've just yeah. magic to make more comfortable. Well, I mean, look, she's super comfortable in it. You use your magic for um, whatever you want, man. And she's, and she, she does have a bit of armor on, but like, like tiny things, you know. <laughs> so a chainmail bikini underneath, <laughs> underneath, underneath your outfit. Uh, chainmail bikini and leather shorts. And she <laughs> does have, she has two daggers that are um, kind of underneath her cors- corset. So she can just like, you know. Pull from the sides. Pull it from the sides. Looking awesome. Looking fantastic. Also, another thing is she doesn't like to let people talk a lot. So if someone is saying something really stupid, she does this thing where she's just like, shh. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah. So that's what you see walking into the room. So, okay. and, but all of you do know that there is some time pressure because you do need to get to the, um, the murder scene as quickly as possible to try and get some information. Because you also know that essentially a sort of sheriff is coming from another town because they don't trust the shadows affluenzo. So they're bringing a sorcerer and a sheriff from the nearest town to come and look. So you need to get there before those people get there because if they capture um, the Conkey killer, you'll um, you'll obviously lose out on the reward and yeah. all the other jobs are taken. You have been informed, Lauren, of what they want you to do. So there's um, a lot of that information is already okay. laid out. Cool. So you know the address of where it is and go. But I've never, s- I've never seen them before, right? No. Uh, I mean, you've seen them in town. Okay. But you've never spoken to them. So you've all seen each other, but okay. yeah. uh, okay. you've, you've never spoken because the guild is actually um, sort of on the outskirts of town because, uh, because it's running a lot of the machinery and there's a lot of magic. There's, there's some um, oil and magic waste that goes. So the guilds are always on the edges of the town and that's where sort of also the poor people's houses are. Mm. And then they are always surrounded by beautiful hedges to, to block off the view of the poor people. In wow. this town. The Hui Ploi. So you probably have never been into the guild. Um, okay. I'm going to stand right up against the wall <laughs> and start to give off I'm reading this the chat, warm, radiant light. So I look even more intimidating. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm just standing against the wall and I'm not saying anything. Super awkward. Cool. Cool. Okay. So we walk in. I walk in. I don't know if you follow. Don't control other people's characters. I know, right? You I, don't know their lives. I'm a sim, okay? I can do my own stuff, okay? <laughs> I walk in. I see this super sexy guy standing against the light, but he's kind of like flashing. He's giving a bit. glow. So he's glowing. The recording device is flashing. Okay. But, it's fl- but if you're standing against it, it's kind of flashing. There is a, there is a okay, slight cool. faint red on and off near his face. Because he so, is very tall. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to walk directly up to him. Like, I'm going to be like this close away from Shit. Lauren's face. And I'm just going to... Well, s- you're going to be this close. Uh, uh, chest. Like, <laughs> from his chest. Like, well, two yeah. centimeters you know, like looking, from his chest. Looking up. Looking up, trying to yeah. be aggressive. Well, not, not like be aggressive. Just, you know, walk in a very seductive kind of way. So, like, look straight up and then say, you must be a Lauren. Can I get further into the wall? Lauren steps back and you hear some clanking as some plate mail just shifts as it, as it presses against his back and he presses against the wall. And then, okay, and then I'm just going to take a step back and I'm going to say, hmm, not as strong as I thought. Hmm. We don't have time for this. We need to go. Hi, hi, let's go. And then I'm going to be like, okay, Wait, cool. 
the rules say that we do need to make a verbal contract in front of this recording device. Otherwise, we cannot proceed. And then I'm going to go, shh. And you see, when, when you do that, uh, Lauren, uh, you will, you've made many contracts before. Yes. Because you've, been in the, you've yes. done a lot of work. The two of you, however, have only really worked in the guild. And yeah. someone's always organized it for you. Yeah. So you see uh, the, the quill. Yeah, uh, taking notes. The quill taking notes. And, and you, you see it says, Stasi leant up against Lauren <laughs> and whispered. <laughs> so it's also not yeah. just taking notes of what you're saying. It's also taking notes what of how doing. you're doing okay, it. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm still just going to put my finger up and be like, shh, it's time to go. Paladin, we do agree that we will make a contract, that we need your help and you need us to complete this quest. So let's go. In what way do I need... You. I thought you needed me. I'm the, I'm the paladin. I'm the one who's going to capture the serial killer for you. This Stasi's, is why you don't play with paladin. Stasi's just rolling her eyes. Like, what are we doing? Can we just leave? Please. We need to be subtle. Paladins don't get that stuff. Why paladins dumb? is still writing, even though you're uh. whispering. <laughs> so uh, Lauren, if he wanted to, could read the paper. But, but he wouldn't do that. Lauren okay, doesn't not break know. rules. Well, you need us because the killer is magical. It might be too much for you, but together, combined, we'll be okay. So let's let's go. So state the terms of the contract. Stasi's just going to walk out the room. Terms. The, the, the paper notes that. Yeah. Terms, terms, terms. Um, this is new to me. We're going to pay you some of the reward money. Some exactly at what amount? So the we'll reward is... Two and a half thousand gold pieces because there are so far ten bodies that can be linked to this. We will give you twenty-five percent of the of the earnings. How does that sound to you? Great, great. Let's twenty-five percent is not enough, not for my services. Stasi is going to be screaming from wh- wherever she is, and she's going to be like, "Kira, it's time to go." The cool notes that cool. We will give you 30%, and that's my final offer. We must all have equal shares, and our guild does have expenses to pay. I can count. You do know that the guild does need the money. And as a paladin, you should be honorable. I am honorable. I also believe that charging you 50% of the reward is dishonorable. Henceforth, I go for 33.33%, please. You can count. Kira! (laughs) We will give you... 33.3 33.3 period. Let's go. Paladin. Honorable and broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's fighting for it. Yes. We all have to eat. Are we in accord? 33.3%? Yes. Paladin? Yes. As soon as you say yes, the quill scratches across the paper to make a line as if completing it and bundles up and disappears in a cloud of smoke. Lauren, you'll know that you actually will have a copy of that contract in your um, lodgings. Mm -hmm. And then the Shadows Guild will get an exact copy of that contract as well. Cool. As will uh, the admin office. Mm -hmm. I just see it disappear. I'm like, okay. um, And the flashing light stops. Shall we go? Uh, I, I wait for the lady to exit the room first. You guys know that the house where it happened actually is very near to the, the guild. It's in one of the poorer houses. Uh, what do you do? Are you going to head over there? Mm-hmm. I was already heading there. 
without them. You walk past uh, the, wo- the woman at the front office and and she's giving you a very half-hearted wave goodbye uh, to the two of you, Stasi and Kira. As soon as Lauren walks past, she perks up and she says, Lauren, it's so wonderful to see you again. I hope all is well. We don't have time for your bickering woman. Let's go. I bow to her on the way out. Uh, she says, good luck. And then she goes back to doing the last piece of paperwork and pretending like it's really tough. Well, You walk through uh, the town and... You head past the hedges. So there's a, a plaza that's nearing uh, the guild. You walk across the plaza and you head towards the guild and you can see there's hedges blocking off the view of the poorer side of town. There are, however, um, in between the hedges, some pathways, because obviously the poorer people also work in yeah. the town. So you take one of the pathways, uh, one nearest to the house that uh, you know the murder happened in it's a house that looks like it was made out of not just uh almost like wood wooden slats uh perched together as well as uh some metal piping and you as the sorcerers know it's uh, throwaways um from the guild so throwaways for things that couldn't work in the machines Mm. um so it's a ramshackle house put together uh it's almost a shack the door, uh, if you can call it that, is made out of corrugated iron. When you step in, the the house is probably too small for all three of you to be inside at the same time. The body was removed, but you were given a report of what the body looked like. Mm-hmm. It was mauled across the neck and the chest, and it had the clockwork key. The person who was murdered was a scullery maid, actually, for the guild. Um, So the two of you knew her. Uh, She was 23 human, uh, but all the other... So he doesn't only attack humans. There have been elves that have been attacked. There have been dwarves. There have been humans, halflings. There's no uh, pattern in what race he attacks, uh, species. And they have been men, women. They've always been older than 20. Okay. And they all are non-magic users. Are they wealthy? Are there different economic groups as well? Are they wealthy and poor, a mix of all that as well? So they are. Um, however, this is probably the poorest, and usually he, the attacks don't happen near a guild. Hmm. This is also what maybe made you guys think it was someone you knew. Yeah. Uh, because it almost feels like it was a message for you. Because the scullery hmm. maid was the scullery uh, made for your your wing of the... Mm. of the guild so if you peer into it or if you walk in uh, you see a very small uh, single bed it's a very thin mattress very thin blanket on top Um, but the climate is very warm so it should be okay that looks very rumpled the blanket looks rumpled almost as if someone was trying to grab the blanket Mm. on the floor there is a, a threadbare rug and the threadbare rug also looks crumpled and moved, but that could have been moved by the people from the guild who were moving it in the body yeah. into the guild to keep it there in the morgue. And there is a table with a, a wash basin and what you, what you think is a, a cooking pot. And you know uh, outside you will find where she would have gone to the bathroom, so it's further behind the poor area. Mm. There are some candle stubs that have been burned fully down. It's about 10 a.m. 
uh, the body was brought into the guild at 8 a.m. Mm. And they think it happened sort of at 2 a.m. So when the scullery maid didn't report for duty at 6 a.m., someone went to go look for her. And then they found her there. I'm standing outside, looking intimidating and sort of watching the people around just to make sure nobody enters the house while the other two are investigating inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see people going on about their day. Um, there's actually very little, mm. there's very few people here because mm-hmm. you know that, well, you wouldn't know because you don't come here. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you assume it's because they're all working. Mm. Well, all people should be working. It is for the greater yeah. good of all that we all work. Yeah, so there's not really anyone around. You can see one one person in the distance, but they are rushing. So obviously they're very late for yeah. something. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I just want to roll Arcana the sense if there's any magic been used in the area. Yeah, yeah, roll that for me. D20, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. First roll of the campaign. <laughs> Please Yay. be a one. What yeah. the? <laughs> Guys, let's just get started on a bang. And it's a five. Yay. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> so that means I got like nine arcana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sense any magic here, but it could be because it was done, uh, done more on the body, So and the body's no longer there. My spidey senses are not tingling. No, <laughs> the best of the best of level one. Yeah, rocking your level one skills. <laughs> can I roll investigation? Yes, yes, you can. With a minus one. I mean, you can you can roll whatever you want. <laughs> you can roll whatever you like. Fourteen. Ooh, okay, that's not bad. Um, tell me how you're going to investigate. So, I mean, it, like you said, the place is pretty small. So, it's very small. Um, I'm kind of just going to go check like what's next to the bed underneath the bed if there are any cupboards maybe open them so um, un- under the bed you find a, a trunk and it has some clothes in it um, okay. and some personal belongings yeah. there appears to be a very uh, rumpled photograph of the scullery maid and a man I'm going to keep that picture I'm going to take it and keep it with me in my pocket Sure. and you also see behind the trunk you see a a dot of a liquid substance that you you're not sure what it is and it wouldn't have made it under the bed naturally so that's out of the ordinary but it's at the far side of the bed because the bed's right against the wall Mm. and when you see that spot you also notice that the bed was pushed so there's actually scrape marks yeah where the bed's feet are because it was pushed against the wall okay so i'm gonna um say to alaren and Kira, guys, come and have a look at this. Explain the spots and then sh- t- show them that the bed has been moved and ask them what they think. You did say we can't all fit in there at once. Not comfortably. I'm going to go inside. Uh, Lauren squishes himself and you just hear clanking, clanking, clanking. <laughs> and he's hunched over. You're looking at the top of the bed. For you to see underneath, yeah, it's, gonna it's be probably really easier for difficult. you to lift the bed. Okay, I'll do that. You do so, it's really light. The reason it's scraped is not because it was heavy. It's because the feet are worn and uh, mm. misshapen. Mm. What do we see under the bed? The trunk, and then you do see uh, a drop of a liquid. It's it's a dark black. Can I'm going to touch it and smell it. As soon as you do, you realize it's machinery oil, but it's the old oil. When you say old oil, is it something that's non-existent now? No, so it's old oil as in that it's been used. Yeah, and you know that when machinery's oil gets uh, siphoned out, Mm. it goes into the sewers behind the guild. 
Would I know what what kind of machines? No, all the machines use the same oil. Perhaps one of us should go around the perimeter of the guild to see if, anything, if there are any other clues around there as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. Are you not going to look inside the trunk? I've already well, you see the trunk is open and you see that it's yeah. just like clothes and a little couple knickknacks, mm. mirror, like a small hand mirror. I show them, I tell them I found a picture and I show them the picture. Ask them if they recognize the man in it. Do we? Do we? No. So I agree with Kira and I'm like, come, I think we should go and check it out. And then we go. I'm going to put the bed back where it originally was supposed to be before it got moved. Uh, you do so. It's difficult because you're so big and you place the bed down and you turn around and then you head out. The yeah, door. but it's the right thing to do. It is the right yes. thing to do because you're kind. <laughs> um, can I just do a quick, um, not so much a prayer, but just to try like hope that the spirit of the, of the woman who was killed isn't at peace? You can. That's okay. super sweet, dude. She she made the best sausages. She I really love did. how that's your, you're she like... Did. Here Sorceress. lies scullery maid that we didn't even know her name. She made great sausage. And yes. I hope she's well. she rests <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, there's more about her, but obviously we, I didn't get to know her. But who's going to make our sausages now? <laughs> but I do remember her face. You don't have money for sausages, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have money for sausages. Yeah. But she was a, an amazing scullery maid, so I thought, let me just do a quick prayer for her. Just hope she's at peace now. Uh, you do so. Okay. So where are you heading? This uh, house is the nearest one to the guild. So it's on the guild's border wall. Mm-hmm. Um, people were investigating this morning, so you know no one in the guild heard anything. Mm. The rest of the road, there's more uh, shacks of varying degrees uh, further down. Uh, going past her house um, is basically, it's going to be the entrance to the sewers and off into the forest. Quick question, those whales that are in the air. Yes. I'm sure, do they go over the poor part of the guild? I think if a whale (laughs) dropped oil, (laughs) it would not be a spot. No, no, I mean, not for that purpose, for the purpose of asking them if they saw anything. Oh, Oh, asking the (laughs) whale. I mean, look, if whales can fly, I'm sure they can understand English. Oh, they could be such cute witnesses. Common, Common, that thing. uh, Most of the sorcerers, uh, the the whales are animals, so they're not talkative, I guess. And none of you guys are druids, so you don't really speak with animals. That's only what, like, druids do, uh, is what sorcerers think. Also, the whales wouldn't have seen it because they're extremely... High up past the first area of clouds, right? Okay. So, mm-hmm. cloud cover and also was in the middle of the night. Okay, cool. Just checking. Sure. Question. I know you said that... <laughs> <laughs> I know that people already investigated the area, but did anyone speak, it, speak to any of the people like in the neighboring houses? Um, they did, but most people said, no, we didn't hear anything. They were all trying to rush to get to work. So, at two in the morning? No, when they got the body was oh, at Oh, okay, I was like... Yeah, so they said they didn't hear anything. No one nearest heard anything, um, which is similar to all the other stories. Okay. Um, some of the other sheriffs think that this person caused a cone of silence, so hmm. you wouldn't have been able to hear anything. If they, cost, if they did cause that, we would have been able to pick it up if we 
I, I mean, mean, if someone rolled house. real good, you might have. I mean, okay, can <laughs> I roll for Arcana? <laughs> can I roll Arcana? I mean, you, you get the inspiration to suddenly check if magic was cost. <laughs> so the paladin is like, guys, I thought you were professionals. What is it? <laughs> is it a one? <laughs> no. It's an eight. You, you know magic was cast because the body was obviously magically modified. But, but wait, you shouldn't I get magic. inspiration? Because I feel like you said that I got inspiration to just roll Arcana. No, so. no. she meant you were inspired. <laughs> I meant you were inspired. I mean, <laughs> look, this conversation wasn't between you. <laughs> <laughs> this is between me and my GM. Can you just say, <laughs> don't interrupt us. <laughs> uh, Lauren, this is between a sorcerer and, and a GM. GM. Can you paladin yourself out of here? I can't. Ooh. I can't. Yeah, I can't. yeah. <laughs> I really love that. <laughs> Writing it down. Writing it down. Okay. Um, How do you paladin yourself out of anyway? Majestically. And Very righteously. Good. Righteously, yes. I can totally do it righteously. You do it righteously, um, girl. Can the I three mean, of you boy. roll perception <laughs> for me? Because you're standing near the guild wall. Awesome. Oh. Nine. Fifteen. Thanks, Nelly. <laughs> I'm not saying Ooh, you're my favorite. 19. Favorite. Yeah. Ooh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm not your favorite, girl. Nicole's my favorite now. I best be your favorite. I should get inspiration for that. Just be like, it's game one. You're level one. Calm down with your inspiration. You see, uh, there is a footprint slightly further behind the house. And it looks like it's pointing towards the house. So it mm. appears that the footprint came from that direction. And the reason you can see it is because you caught something. Something was glistening and you looked there and you saw the footprint. And the footprint has a little bit of oil on the upraised middle section of the foot mm. because it's wearing flat boots. There's no treads, guys. This is, uh, there's no treads. So okay. you see a, a toe portion, a heel portion, which sunk into the, f- into the floor. And then a slight bit of oil in the um, foot arch. Okay, so I'm going to literally run to it and then I'm going to say, guys, come here quick. It's not far. It's probably 10 feet away. And it's heading away towards the woods and also towards um, the oil disposal sewers. I think we should head... uh, Where did you say it was heading towards? So the footprint was coming from the direction you're looking at. So it was heading towards the house. Okay, but it was coming from the forest. From behind the gills. Okay. okay. Which you know leads to the forest, leads to other towns, leads to the rest of Astra. I feel like also leads to the oil disposal sewers. Yeah. It also leads to a cave and a, a toxic waste field. Yeah. But very few people go to the toxic waste fields because it is toxic waste. I feel like if I say let's go into the forest, Carla's gonna be like, Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you guys do what you wanna do. I'm going to head into the direction of the oil, uh, oil disposal site um, and try and investigate further. So you head behind the, around the side of the guild. Mm-hmm. As you do so, because you rolled a 19, uh, so really quite high, you see that there is a slight... Um, the, the drop you saw on the footprint was maybe five centimeters big. Mm. And then there is a six centimeter drop slightly closer to. Yeah. So what you're going to, how you get into the oil, uh, the oil disposal sewer is there's a giant uh, pipe leading into the ground. And there is a cover that you would have to lift and then climb down. May I please use divine sense 
to see, well, to see whether or not I can sense any evil coming up from this manhole type thing. How far does your divine sense go? Um, ah, within 60 feet. Cool. No, no evil. Ca- you guys aren't evil, hey? Uh, yeah. uh, no, I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> no, you've sensed no evil. Oh, good. Good. Then I flip the manhole cover. You lift it. And I hold it open and gesture for the ladies to enter. There is a, a ladder. Okay, I'm going to go right up to Alaren again. And I'm just going to say, thank you. And then I'm going to climb down the ladder. I'm going to step as far away from her as I can he, when she walks he up like to me. He like holds the manhole cover open, but is leaning yes, away. <laughs> and my comment's going to still be this. I'm going to say thank you. And then I'm going to be like, still not as strong as I thought you were. You climb down a, a wooden, it's like a rope ladder, but it's made out of wood. Okay. Mm-hmm. I follow. The, the two of you start descending. It's probably uh, three stories down. It does start to get darker, but there are um, magical um, lights. So there is a faint glow. Mm. So you can see. It's not amazing lighting, but you can see. Lauren? I'm going to follow after them, but I'm going to wait until I'm pretty certain that they're both down the ladder before I come down. Because you don't want them looking at your butt. Yeah. Also, guys, as an aside, as your GM, you know what's a really great idea? Letting your tank go behind you. Yeah. I, cause I it's felt just polite like that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like the tank should go first, but he just will just keep fighting us to say, like, oh, no, you go first. No, you go first. And this is how the party dies. Yeah. With chivalry. Yeah. What killed your party? Chivalry. Well, I mean, course. look, I feel like we're pretty strong on our own. He's I just, mean, he's just there for backup. Your level one says <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like it's not even just like our the fact that we can fight. I just feel like if you look at us, you don't want to touch us. Why would you want to hurt this beautiful face? Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near you. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> All right. You arrive down. Um, you guys have seen diagrams of these oil disposal facilities because it's part of your training. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know that they connect into lots of different tunnels because the oil uh, disposable disposal actually goes to the toxic waste fields. So there's, uh, based on the map we built together, there are four of them on the continent. So the tunnels um, extend to uh, probably three or four kilometers away from the town that the guild's at. And then it goes into pipes, which pipe it into those toxic waste fields. So there's three to four kilometers worth of tunnels. There is entrances at the edge of each one because if you need to check if the valves of the pipe are working, someone can get in there from maintenance. So you can get in there from the top or you can get in there from inside the tunnel. But every system looks different. There are, however, you do know that there are some maps on the walls and usually there's one right by the ladder. Do we, um, what's on the ground? Is it like oil, water? So flowing next to you and it's almost, it's not hard to hear each other, but there is this constant um, like loop sound as the oil, because it doesn't run fast. Yeah. So as it treacles down uh, in a drain next to you. Do we see any more It's also very, very little oil. Is coming because your guild is not providing a lot of the. Mm -hmm. So you can actually see there's some places where the oil isn't running because it's dried up, but everything in the in the gutter area of the sewer is slick. 
because obviously it's covered in oil. You do see uh, who has low light vision. Don't you have it as a half elf? Dark vision. That's yeah. what I'm Dark vision. Dark vision. Yeah. Okay. You can see, Lauren, that there two. is a single footprint. A single oh, I do. Hey. Just one. Yeah, you see there is a single boot print yeah. that did walk to the ladder. So obviously you see the, mm. uh, the right foot coming down and the oil becomes less and less. You see that when you look further, about 30 feet away, mm -hmm. you think they slipped on some of the slick oil and then that's how the boot got covered in it. Okay, so I'm going to walk ahead in that direction mm -hmm. and signal for the ladies to follow after. I just want to quickly consult the map to make sure, just to orientate myself as well. All right, you do so. Okay. Uh, you know that there's uh, three tributaries, one um, coming up on your left, and then there is a T-junction uh, probably a kilometer down. And what's the most direct route to get to the wasteland? All the wastelands go through the pipes, so okay. every route would lead to a wasteland. Well, I follow Lauren. Do I spot any more sort, sorts of disturbances in the, on the ground? When you kind of so you pass the tributary on the mm -hmm. left, uh, when you get to the point where you can see there was, so you don't see anything on the floor mm -hmm. until you see in the gutter where the oil is flowing, a slight smear on the side. Mm -hmm. Obviously, someone fell, and then you start seeing the boot print coming up from out of there. And the oil looks um, disturbed. Is there any way to determine in which direction the person came from? Or am I heading straight along that trajectory? Well, the T-junction is at the end, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you have passed the left habituary, so it's unlikely that they came from there. Okay, so I'm going to keep going then? Unless if they walked up the, <laughs> up the th tunnel to walk okay. down the tunnel. Yeah, so I'm going to keep moving forwards, yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll follow. Yeah, me too. Tentatively. I want to have my crossbow. This um, is not your first rodeo. No, I don't want to die today. <laughs> not today. GM, I, not today. I'm going to be following very close uh, behind Lauren, and then I'm just kind of going to make casual conversation with him. How close? How close? Maybe like uh, five baby steps away from you. So, uh, as in combat, a five-foot step. Okay, that's not terrible. So, uh, Lauren... Tell me, do you have a girlfriend? Shh, we're on a mission. There is no time to talk of women folk. We are women folk. That's a no. <laughs> do you want a girlfriend? Um, you hear, as you near the end of the T-junction, coming from the left, a very faint... Uh, oh. Do you I hear that? Towards it. I'm going to run. Because I need to get away from this conversation as quickly as possible. <laughs> I'm going to be like, yes, Someone Kira. needs my help. I'll, just, I'll be there. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to answer Kira. I'm going to say, yes, come. And then I'm going to like grab her because you're not too far. No, I'm not too far. Me. But I just want to quick, because I, I hear that. But I just want to quickly assess that there's no, no one else around. Like it's not a trap or something. I don't care if it's a trap. That um, conversation was I mean, worse. you're at the end of the T-junction and you're hearing help and you're running towards it. So I guess that's as about as much information as you got. A crossbow is ready. <laughs> <laughs> running, be like, oh, this paladin. Why? Yeah. Um, as you run maybe 500 meters down, mm. uh, you see uh, someone who's dressed in sewer worker overalls. 
and they are cradling their arm mm. and their arm appears to have been almost chewed on the edges mm. and they are cradling their arm and and just help and then as soon as they see you oh thank goodness you're you're here. Uh, obviously, the person's a little delirious from... Yeah, okay, I immediately stuff. lay on hands to heal. Ah, paladins, lay on hands. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know what lay on hands does, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay my hands on you. Five hit points. Oh, wow. Yeah, five HP. Boom. That level one's not looking too shabby. Hmm. Not at all. The bite marks start to seal and it looks... Better. The person does, however, look still delirious and probably is in shock. Mm. And the person is saying, heads came from nowhere. Heads. Multiple heads. Okay. I just want to, like, while the, the wound was healing, I just want to see where they look like they came from with those elongated claws again, maybe. Uh, roll perception for me. All right. Damn. 20. It does not. Oh. It looks like a uh, teeth mark, but it doesn't look like any of the victims. So it doesn't match in any way? No. Okay, don't be heavy-handed. Let us be gentle and ask this guy, what happened? Do you remember who th- did this to you? And he points down the, the tributary and he says, they did, don't. And he grabs um, Lauren. He says, don't trust anyone and then he looks at the the two of you the sorcerers mm-hmm. and he and he leans back against the wall and he holds his neck uh with his hands and he says i don't i know you're not with them wait and then he holds his hand and he gets up he starts running back uh, towards the t-junction so he appears to be running trying to get back to the um to the exit Can to the exit may i stop him Look, he rolled a five. So he's, he's trying to get up. He's, he's like, I'm a runaway. And so the person is trying to get up yeah. and is holding their neck. Obviously, that's making it hard for them to get up. Yeah. And they are like, uh, they could be you. I, do, I don't know. And is like trying to get up to run away. I'm going to say, stop, sir. Calm down. He's still holding his his neck uh, and his eyes I look my charisma to do to do that to persuade him to calm down. Hold him, Alloran. 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 That was a uh, that was a dialect I used for my people. It's cool. You guys don't know each other. It's fine. <laughs> Paladin, hold him down. <laughs> Are you just gonna call I'm not him holding him down? Alloran I'm trying Alloran to calm him down. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hold him down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Please roll your charisma for me. Um, at a disadvantage because she just said, hold him. Nine. He manages to wiggle out your hands what? and he takes a step back and he says, don't touch me. I'm going to also try. Two. To, because obviously, guys, people fall in love with my eyes when they look at it. So I'm just going to hold him and say, sir, you have to tell us what happened. But I'm also going to use my charm on him. Okay. Roll charisma for me. 17. Oh. I'm rolling fives. <laughs> I really had advantage and I still I have a plus, two fives. I have a plus five as my charisma, so. Boom. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he says, we were working at the edge of the... the <sighs> and he points to the end of the tributary, which, you know, there's, there's a, a pipe ending there. So yeah. they were probably working on the pipe. Um, and you know sewer teams are about five people usually. Um, because the fumes from 
the oil is so much that mm. there needs to be five t- five team members for safety. Yeah. No, because also where there's a sewer, there's also rats. And where there's toxic waste, there's dire rats. Oh. It's diabolical. That came from uh, uh, one chat. Thanks. Thanks. Mr. Are you Face sure Man that Pink. was a chat and it wasn't you? <laughs> no, I'm very sad that it was not me that came up with diabolical. Okay. I'm I, very, very sad I just had that like that's not my pun. Goosebumps thinking about rats. <laughs> like dire rats. Ew. So it's the same, only bigger. Yeah, much bigger. Much bigger. Ew. Like those rats from Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a South Africa reference, oh but, but probably, yes. So there usually needs to be teams of five. And two of them are usually warriors of some kind. This is not one of them. This is a swear tech. Mm-hmm. He says, rats... <sighs> We're coming. We didn't know what happened. And then they changed. And that's all. He's he's stammering and he's just going on. Changed. Rats running. And he's just basically saying the same thing over and over again. Question. Do we know about... And he's still holding his neck. Do we know about the rats? You know, like we were hearing stories about the... Uh, what, what's, what's the name? The oblique, the oblique or whatever. Obelisk. The obelisk. Yeah. Do we, or did we also hear stories about? Look, every rats. Shadows Guild. It's like a, it's like a boarding school, right? You all heard stories about. There's this one rat that's so big, and it ate all the other rats. And this yeah. other dire rat has made an armor out of the other rats' bodies. Oh, like you've, okay. you've heard all these. So like, we've, so we've urban heard, myths. like we've heard, we've heard stories about it. Okay, cool. So you know there are definitely dire rats in in the sewer, which is if the serial killer came down here says something the fact that were they if they were alone they are very brave to come down or powerful and brave and stupid or they're controlling the diarets look i don't know what they're doing okay she says writing down or oh, they're controlling the diarets <laughs> <laughs> <No. Okay. laughs> before i let go of the man i'm gonna ask him did you see that serial killer here? Did you see any other men? <laughs> it's or just woman? because he wears a sign. We're saying, I am a serial killer. <laughs> Ask me how. <laughs> if you truly believe it's your old student. Yeah. So like I'm going to explain what he looks like. What does he look like? <laughs> just like he looks like he is a wood elf. Okay. Have you seen a wood elf? Well, you wouldn't know he's a wood elf. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling the game he is a wood elf. Okay. <laughs> you, you're a human, right? You yeah. probably don't yeah, know I'm enough distinctiveness human. to know he's a wood elf. He is light-skinned. He has like a nondescript brown hair color. Uh, yeah. The last time you saw him, it was long yeah. to his shoulder. I mean, you're giving a description of someone you saw yeah, maybe yeah. three years ago. He was probably 20. He used to dress in quite fine clothes. Yeah. He didn't really have anything that stood out about how he looked. He was average in almost every way. Um, well, I'm going to ask him, has he seen anyone like that? There's, there's more people down. Could be anyone. He, he's very panicked and he's very okay. confused. Quick question. Is it only the workers that work down there or does just like any random person? Look, some people go down there, uh, you know, like kids okay. dare each other to go down into the sewers. Um, you know, some people think they can scavenge the oil to make their own machines run. So like hedge mages yeah. go into the... In, there 
you know, maybe predators that eat dire rats. You've heard urban myths about dire cats, but you're <laughs> you're ninety percent sure those are myths. Every or time you keep mentioning rats, I get like goosebumps. But you're pretty sure that one's a myth. So people do come in and out there. Uh, some sorcerers and some people from the guild come down to check the oil levels yeah. and things like that. But the guild has been quite empty recently because everyone's out on quests. So Quick it's question. not unheard of that more people than the workers are down there. But everyone goes in groups. I'm sure everyone in the guild kind of knows each other, right? Yeah, you know, so even if you don't know their name, you're like, I know you. And you have those awkward conversations where you're like, hey, you. Okay, I so should know your name, but I don't. So I'm going to maybe ask him if he knows the guy's name. So you ask him if his name is Banquo. Banquo. Do you Banquo. know Banquo? Yeah, it's Banquo. Huh? We need to, to leave. Call You're it. not with them. We must leave. Are you with them? Collar, do I have um, a scarf? Do you have a scarf? I don't know. You can have a scarf. Okay, I oh, give my... Would you wear it under your plate armor to okay. make it less chafy on I your neck? I pull out my scarf and I give it to this poor man because for some reason he keeps holding his neck. Maybe I he's cold. I see his neck. He, his eyes widen as soon as you try to give, uh, as you hold out what appears to him to be a piece of rope, and now he starts running. It could be anyone, and he's and he's stumbling, and he's running, and he's running back uh, to the T junction. Did we, by any chance, get a look at his neck? You didn't. I'm gonna go after him to make sure he at least gets to the to the exit safely. When Carlos smiles like that, oh, I know it. Are you he's running? No, 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 I don't want to run. He's going to freak out. I want to, uh, let me just like walk, <laughs> follow him from a distance. He sounds like a small guy. I've got long legs, right? So Yeah, I but I mean, up. generally running and casually strolling, even if he's short, like he's, mo- <laughs> he's motoring for okay. himself. And the, the thing is, as soon as you start after him, even if you go slowly, he actually manages to put on more speed. Obviously, some adrenaline is kicking through. Yeah. He's healed enough. He's maybe starting to become a little bit compass mentis. Mm. And he is running. And he's dropped his hands from his neck. And he is Can I see his neck? Pulling. Can I see his neck? Can I see his neck? Okay, roll. you'd have to roll real high on perception, but roll it. Wow. Get, a Get a natural 20 and I'll tell you something. Nat 20. Don't be mean. Go, natural 20. Like, he's nat running. 20. It's the back 20. of his head. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want to see. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> wow, that's oh, amazing. Yes! Oh. Give me a high five. Give me a high five. High five. I get a high five. You get a high five. We all get a high five. That um, is so deep, guys. <laughs> Reads like deep. serial killer Look, slow walk I mean, following. We like that's we uh, that we that happened. Magic. It happened. That's what happens um, when you spread that positivity. You see what you think is maybe what looks like almost. A bird, two little bird claws scratches on his the back of his neck, mm. like maybe like a crow or something scratched him. Okay, I got what I want, so I'll let him run away. And, <laughs> and even you are amazed you saw that. I'm like, wow, I sighed for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I gosh! I don't need glasses anymore. Wow. You you hear him running. I am forlornly staring after him, holding out my scarf. I just feel kind of heartbroken that he wouldn't take it from me. I'm going to. I mean, this is a really it. nice scarf. I'm gonna grab it from Alaren and say. Uh, can the three of you please roll perception for me? Um, 
Stasi, you have disadvantage. Why? Because why are you involved with the scarf? Guys, you are in the middle of a dungeon. You said perception. Yes, I did. Wait, do you really want me to roll at a disadvantage? Did you get a one? (laughs) There there you go. This scarf is so soft. It's obviously from some... It's very well made. It's amazing, the scarf. Um, <laughs> Lauren, you are very disturbed. Why is she touching yeah, why is she scarf? touching You my don't things. know her. <laughs> don't yeah. just go touching people's scarves. Like, Can who I does that? Can him? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What did you get, Nelly? 15. Somewhat. Back to being my favorite. <laughs> you hear some scrabbling on the floor. It sounds like quite a lot and some skittering. And what you think is squeaks. I get back to you guys and I say, I hear, I think the rats are coming. Whatever the creatures are, they're coming the back. The rats are coming. <laughs> <laughs> the rats are coming. <laughs> they're coming. Whatever it is, the creature, it, plurals, are coming. We need to defend ourselves. Paladin, we need to, you need to arm yourself and uh, earn your keep. You, yeah. as soon as uh, Kira says that, you can all hear the skittering. I am going to cast daylight. A 60-foot radius sphere of light spreads out from a point you choose within range. The sphere's bright light and sheds dim light for an additional 60 feet. If you chose a point on an object you are holding, or one that isn't being worn or carried, the light shines from the object and moves with it, completely covering the affected object with an opaque object, such as a bowl or a helm, blocks the light. If any of the spells overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell of third level... It'll okay. be blocked. And it lasts for an hour. So you basically are going to pick a pl- uh, spot and then 60 foot burst of light. Yes. Yeah, so it would have been my scarf because at the same time as I want to light this tunnel up so I can see where the rats are. Um, the other thing is I want to not have to look at this chick standing in front of me. So you light your scarf. Yes. <laughs> Please That's can rude. the two of you, because you have been in dark vision... Uh, roll a constitution for No, man. A constitution saving throw. I'm just going to say that's To see if you're blinded by the light. You are fine, even though you are standing right by the scarf. I'm you, blinded by his good lookingness. You, the light flares <laughs> and um, the light spreads from the scarf. You are blinded. So as we all roll initiative, you are going to start at the end. Thanks. No matter what you roll. First round, you're going to start at the Should end. Should I even bother? <laughs> yes, because oh, it'll fun. determine your next action. Hey. Damn. Okay, cool. What did you get, Lauren? 14. 14 for Lauren. 13. 13 for Stasi. What did you get? 17. Se- boom. But yeah. you're not going now because you're blinded. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so Kira got 17. And what you think our rats got something else. Oh. Ooh. Aloran, you have cast light. As you do so, you see as it spreads, because you obviously turn to look where uh, Kira pointed. Mm-hmm. You see what looks to be, when you looked before the light spread, you saw eight sets of eyes. Mm-hmm. Three were on top and five were on the bottom. And they even in the gutter. And they were quite far spread out. You see a wall of diorat coming because they are so huge that eight of them are blocking the entire corridor. And the sewer is actually 15 feet across. So 10 on the platform and five in the gutter. So there's just 
five large die rats at the bottom that cover that 15 feet with three on top and they're scrambling over each other and they're running towards you guys. I have a technical question. Can I swing a great sword in this enclosed space? I'm going to say yes, carefully. Okay. You're going to have to roll with disadvantage every okay. time because you're trying to do it carefully. Yes. Because, it, I mean, it is high at the top. Yeah. But it's not mm, wide Exactly. Across. That's what I'm worried about. And a swing to get as many in as possible is not going to... Mm. Yeah. They look like they're going to be upon you in the next round. Oh. Okay. So then hold action until they arrive. Yep. What okay. are you going to do? Um, as soon as the first sets are in range or however many i don't know one two five ten whatever are in range i'm going to make a swing at them with my great sword all right perfect stassi what do you do you also see this as you look away from the scarf i'm really disgusted by what i see let me tell you i want to cast firebolt they're not in range yet oh not okay because the light is 60 feet well Mm. for now i'm just going to kind of take a few steps back um, As you see Aloran drawing his, his sword. Yeah, because he would probably stab me knowing Aloran. I mean, you, you don't, don't know Aloran, but fine. <laughs> I feel like if you tried to blind me, he would definitely try and stab me. I feel like you know? that has, is what he has proven to do so <laughs> <Exactly>. far. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just going to take a few steps back. Um, and then I do have both. I'm going to like hold my daggers. You're going to prep to quick uh, yeah, draw like your I'm daggers. I'm just going to keep my hands resting on those daggers until I feel like I need to... Pop a rat. Cool. You know the rats are going to reach you shortly. Yeah. Um, that then brings it to the rats. They are just running. So they are coming and they are within f- five feet of you now. So their next move action will get them close enough. So they double move. They are running. Kira brings it to you. Luckily, the blind. So you don't know what's happening. You are rubbing your eyes. You're seeing spots. You turn and there are giant rats. Very close to you. And Oloran with his great sword just behind you. And you are definitely in his swinging range. I'm going to like run behind Oloran. And I'll, I'm still have my, my crossbow. <laughs> As you leap behind Oloran and you're like, get them, Oloran. <laughs> this is what we're paying you for. You want your 30.3%. Yeah. I'll, I'll be 33.3. Leaning, <laughs> oh, shit. Let's get it straight. Yeah. Guys. I'll be leaning like towards the side like uh, behind him with my with your crossbow yeah but i'm still like you got this lauren right i mean they aren't shooting distance okay let me shoot now wait that's why i already had one action just moving behind him right well move as you can move and do an action let me do that i'm gonna like pop up so only if you double move okay so roll to hit yeah it is a wall of rat so you'd have to I, roll real bad to not yeah, hit something. I'm bound to get anything at this rate, right? Yeah. yeah. Just don't roll a one. <laughs> I feel like when Carla says stuff like that. It was not a one. Boom. Well you yeah. definitely yes, hit. Cool. Awesome. Roll your damage. Yeah. Two. As a quirrel from your crossbow lands into the shoulder of one of the rats in the middle on the floor, it does not appear phased at all. That is going to bring us to the end of this week's session. <laughs> so this is where we're going to leave it for this week. Next week, we're going to see what happens and why was he holding his neck? Will our p- players ever find Conkey, the Conkey killer? Find out Ramesh. next week on The Shadows of Dun Dun Die! Huge thank you to my players who are always a, a ton of fun and really for getting into it uh, with totally new characters. Um, 
big thank you and welcome to Nelly, who is new to the group and awesome. Wow. Thank you all for being here. Please remember to follow us and share us and do all the things so that more people can enjoy our adventures. You can find us on all the socials at Dum Dum Die, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. You can mail us, you can chat to us. And I hope that you have the most amazing week filled with adventure. <laughs>